0: hello and welcome to your spiritual journey right now your soul is speaking to you i'm jenny israel and i'm a medical intuitive energy healer spiritual activator counselor and teacher it is my mission to help you learn the tools you need to heal your life and discover your deeper purpose in each episode i will allow spirit to speak through me and we will explore energy forecasting teach you how to raise your vibration for overall wellness Increase your emotional intelligence to open up joy in your life and guide you into spiritual evolution using topics such as energy healing, emotion code, sacred geometry, numerology, tarot, crystals, channeling, and much more. Take a deep inhale, let it out, and listen to your soul speak to you good morning
1: everybody Um, thanks for joining me for the live April forecast Uh, for the incoming month we're gonna be taking a look at some of the energies and messages that spirit is bringing in for the month and I will say that this message cannot be separate from the Holy Week and the incoming power of, of the story of Easter um we have passover happening right now there's there's just a lot of of focus on this idea of holy week and inside of the 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 resurrection energy the rebirth energy it just can't be ignored and so it is going to be an intimate part of what i talk about today and before i get into the cards that i pulled I do. I, I'm, I am going to show you the 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 theme. So when I pull my cards every month, I think I've explained this, but um, I usually I have a few different categories that I will pull cards for for the month to try to get a story of what is going to be coming in. Normally before I even sit down to start pulling the cards, Spirit's already dropping things in for me. It's showing me the theme of the incoming month. It's sending me messages and then I'm getting validations of it, whether I'm hearing other people say the same things or if I have things Spirit showing up with synchronicities, somehow I'm always prepared even before I sit down to do the cards. Um, but I always pick one card that is the overall arching theme Of the reading that I'm about to do one of my favorite decks to use for this is Amanda Ellis's Metatron deck Um, and the card that I pulled is the number three card of creation and the words on the card say expansion in your life okay the sacred geometry on this card is the flower of life which is considered basically the the sacred geometry of all manifestation, of all creation, Um, that things are built from there, that things can be born from there. And notice that we're in the complete prism of color on this particular card. Um, For those of you who listen to Amanda, Um, you you will know that she is color therapy and and color vibration is is her home and so the fact that we've got all the colors shining through on this card I think speaks a lot also to the phase that we're going into and so I've I've got my all my colors on today and in um in honor of that but i have to say that of all the colors that i was really feeling today i'm always a blue girl i always love blue but i am i definitely was feeling magenta today and for those of you who don't know anything about the the magenta color it is actually if you you look at color theory we we all were taught the roy Biv, right so it was the seven colors of roy Biv, and then there was i believe it was in the 50s there was a, a scientist or an engineer that was studying the color waves and realized that we were, we were looking at color almost on this linear line. And what he found was that there was an eighth color and that color was magenta and it actually closed the circle of the rainbow. And created what we would think of as more of that infinite cycle of vibration, infinite cycle of color waveform. And so, magenta is a very powerful un- color of unity. It's a builder color. Um, it's a it's an infinite infinite color. So there's there is a lot of power inside of the magenta um, waveform. So before I dive into totally the all the cards that I pulled, I just kind of wanted to talk about the season for a moment because, you know, once I started pulling the cards, it became very clear that we were going to be talking about um, the the story of Easter, the energy of uh, resurrection, but not just the event itself. We're looking at the entire month of April. And I was looking at the calendar, and it, it appears that Ascension Day is actually on May 13th, um, which is interesting that it's landing on a 13-day. Our numerology is on point this year. It is so on point. I mean, Easter is landing on April 4th. So we've got the 44 energy coming in on the day of Easter, which is the master healer number. Um, As we know, four is a very grounding, very foundational vibration, and here we've got the master level of that. And so when we look at the master 44 as the master healer number, it's basically shifting what we're manifesting and what we're building and what we're bringing into form here in in our mortal realm. From more of a place of God connected heart centered purpose. So we're creating from there. We're not necessarily just creating from a place of material existence. Yes, everything's coming into form in the material existence because that's the realm that we live in. But when you, when the double 44 shows up, It shows that you are in alignment with more of a divine path, a divine level of purpose. And this is where you are giving birth from. This is where you're creating from. So we've got the the double 44 number, the master healer number um, in alignment with our Easter day this year. And then as I was pulling the cards, the three was just coming up over and over and over again. I mean, the three is very significant, isn't it, for this as well, because of the fact that you know the the Trinity inside of what we how we understand it inside of the Christian faith the Trinity energy came to be through Christ right because Christ brought the Holy Spirit to earth and so it's the Father the Son and the Holy Ghost or the Father the Son the Holy Spirit um, and so we have that Trinity power that was brought forth in this this Easter story or or through the walk of Jesus in his purpose now the Trinity you know, energy existed long before that, you know, I mean, we look back into ancient cultures and their worship. Um, and there was always kind of that set of three, right? There was like the main unified deity, the infinite, and then there were supporting cast, usually the the two flanking on either side. So this is something that has shown up for eons. Um, so there's a lot of power in that That triangle inside that Trinity and I'm we're gonna see the number show up over and over and over again in different ways inside of this reading so the point that I want to bring up about the month of April I started to allude to this yes we have Easter landing on the fourth but what happened inside the story of Jesus in Scripture after he was resurrected there were 40 days in between the actual resurrection and his ascension his official ascension into heaven what was going on inside those 40 days so between the April 4th and May 13th what was going on in the world well it was his mission to make the invisible visible okay so that's kind of gonna be our theme of this whole channeling, this whole reading. Now it's perfect, right? The inside of Amanda's card, the, the three of creation, because we are bringing forward something. We are giving birth to something. And, and we talked a little bit about this, you know, even for March, the energy has been building as we're moving into the spring season and moving into the season of resurrection. And this is why it is important. Even if you aren't of the Christian faith, just to look at the story, the story of Jesus, the, the story of him going into the desert to, to meet the devil, to, to face the adversary, to face the distractions, the temptations of the mortal realm um, that the ego brings forward for us, you know, to, to help teach, to deliver the message and this whole time, you know, even inside of the performing miracles, that wasn't his first choice, but he knew inside of human nature that some of us need to see to believe. But it was part of his mission to bring forward this idea that the power of God was very real and very inside of our own lives every single day, and that we had the ability to manifest heaven on earth through making these choices through choosing that which is more uh, a path of the heart right so this is what we're talking about inside of heart-centered living it's not throwing the baby out with the bath water and leaving your intellect on the side of the road no it's the combination of the two and we've been talking about this that's what the age of Aquarius is all about it's where spirit and science join forces and once again we see That these things cannot stand in isolation from one another that they are partners inside of creation and so this this channeling about the month of April is going to be all about making the invisible visible and how each of us are containers for that we are channels of manifestation we are tools of co-creation and I mean I don't know how many of you have been experiencing it but it's like the manifestation is is almost instantaneous now it's like i think a thought or or i say the words and within the day i get something that pops back at me from the matrix that was like whoa like someone is definitely listening <laughs> to my thoughts someone is definitely listening to my my words um that our alignment with our higher selves our alignment with god we're getting closer. This is what the Ascension is all about, right? So we are healing those connections and the veil is dropping and it's been percolating. I mean, for those of you who've been listening to me for the last couple of months, I've, I've said this over and over again, but it started last fall. I started to get this feeling that like something was coming in April, that April was going to be a major turning point on a collective level and but you know not really knowing what exactly that looks like right so it's it, it will always show up inside of the macrocosm or and the microcosm right so we're gonna talk a little bit about that today too it's like how are these themes going to show up um, inside of our own lives as well as potentially on the the macrocosm level now as you know the the in between time those forty days when Christ sets out to make the invisible visible. It's the time of the doubting Thomas, right? So it's it is about showing up for his inner circle, his the disciples, his followers, the ones who would set out to spread the word across the globe um, that God is here and that you know we could start living in a different way we could start seeing the the church in a new way we could start looking at our power in a different way our relationship with God in a very different way and so here he was establishing such an unwavering faith and belief that it couldn't help but root into the collective consciousness it couldn't help but become a real idea A real belief set because they're the seers were it was it became visible it became real it became something that they could see with their own eyes hold in their own hand and take that unwavering belief out into the world to manifest this message and This is what intention and belief is all about I mean you think about just the very the miracles that he performed any time that he would offer You know someone healing Jew or Gentile He would ask them. Do you believe that I can do this thing and do you believe that you deserve? to be healed and to receive this healing and and they're worth healings that didn't work because of that exact concept so here we see the power of belief in full manifestation okay and this is what his mission was in between resurrection and ascension so we're looking at some really powerful weeks coming up between the next you know five or six weeks and what we're doing inside of our own lives has everything to do with the the ripple out into the collective so we're watching some really interesting things happen um, in the world around us and I think that it becomes really really important as to where we are placing our focus again a theme we've been talking about for months I feel that all of the 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 skill sets that we've been practicing for the last couple of months with these themes that have been reoccurring are for this moment in time. So we can actually put them into action and start really living the walk instead of just thinking the thoughts and talking the talk. And this is where the real work gets done. I mean, you can hear people talking about this. I mean, it's story after story of, Of this Christ consciousness energy becoming so big and so powerful inside of their lives that you know I went through it myself it's it's the spiritual walk it's the hero's journey it's the dark night of the soul it's the spiritual awakening whatever you want to call it we've all been thrust into this place which is very very important because we needed to understand ourselves better we needed to come face to face with our own adversary which is I mean let's be real it's the ego it's those voices in our heads it's our behaviors and the thing of it is about that is that we've also kind of talked about this over the the upcoming months before now is that I did a whole talk on this about overt and covert behaviors overt and covert limiting beliefs overt and covert codependent themes inside of your life and that this is the adversary because the adversary doesn't always show up in front of us in a way that we recognize, oh, that's the bad guy. That's what I've got to go after. No, it's smart. It's clever. It's manipulative. Um, and this creates this, this truth under a guise. It's cloaked into something that feels comfortable it's love and light it's in that higher vibration of thought the way it's speaking to you but it's still a distraction but it becomes much more difficult to discern is this a real message of love or is this the adversary cloaking itself in that language So I think that this is something on the macrocosm level that we need to start becoming very aware of. It's about the message within. What are you, what do you need to do for you? Not what other people are doing, not what other people are telling you to do, but what is it that's inside of you that says it's time for me to make this decision? It's time for me to make some changes in my life. It's time for me to pull back and really take a very hard look at my relationships at my behaviors at you know where new boundaries need to be put in place to create more solidarity for yourself the sovereign self and inside that sovereignty we connect directly with our higher purpose our higher self and with God and in that and that alone that is where our authority lies and that is where our power comes from and our protection so we're we're being pushed more and more in this direction, which means we need to be listening a little bit closer to what we're being shown on the media, the words that people are using. It's like we're all starting to take on this, this script, you know, and so being really careful about what you're doing, why are you doing it, you know, asking yourself those questions. Why do I believe this to be true for myself and really digging in? So, I mean, this is we're we're moving into an era era that's that's quite precarious with some of the things that are happening now. You know, in 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 the sake of of safety, um, and in the sake of comfort and health and wellness, these are all the themes that we're being shown. But being very careful about what you're choosing and why, because there is vibrations of manipulation okay um so someone's just popping up um stuff i I don't watch the media i i mean i believe me i have been detoxing from that for months but what we have to focus on is the internal manipulator because when we can discover that then the big voices are going to have much less impact and much less power over us because the big voice is only mimicking the trickster within and how it's coming at us. Okay. So you can call this whatever you want. You can call it the devil. You can call it the demons. You can call it, you know, negative thought forms. You can call it your ego. However it shows up for you, it doesn't matter how you label it. It's all the same thing. It's, it is, it, bring it back to yourself. Always bring it back to you because you could block out every source of media out there, but your inside voice is still there. And so really taking a hard look at that and deciding where am I sabotaging myself inside of my own internal conversations. So let's go into the cards that I pulled. Some of these cards when they were popping out, it was just like, you know, it was going in between having every synapse in my brain explode and at the same time wanting to fall on the floor and like ball like a baby because of just this overwhelming feeling of grace that we're being bathed in right now whether it's totally visible to us in this moment or not depending on where you are in your path it is so present for us right now and it's right there for us to talk to to grab onto to explore and i just there's so much love and gratitude inside of that that it just, it makes you, your heart want to explode. And my, my friend Amy Egan is, is on right now listening. I, and we were having a conversation over our Marco Polo the other day and she was just inside of her scriptural study and she found that because I had asked the question, like, what was happening? In that time between the the resurrection itself and the day of Ascension and so she starts going into the scripture to look at what was happening right and so there were the main disciples that were going out to to spread the word and they were going into town after town and every time they would go into the next city to bring the word and to bring the change they were faced with some sort of attack right So it was, what was it, Egan? Being stoned, it was being cast out, it was being ridiculed. I mean, you name it, they came up against it. Whether it was actual physical pain or spiritual pain or emotional pain, it, it was something as they were bringing change into these cities. And city after city where they were establishing you know what we what we would call the church now we were establishing these new places of belief and worship inside of this new idea there were so many women that were starting these churches and Amy's telling me these stories she's reading it right on she's just like I mean both of us being you know women's empowerment you know focused it was like yes <laughs> the women were the ones starting the churches and I mean, to think about that, too, we've got this overwhelming feeling of the rise of the Christ consciousness energy. But in the actual story in the Bible of what was going on right now, we also have the rise of the divine feminine that nobody really talks about. Right. It's like, I mean, inside of more of the the Protestant faith or the the non-Catholic Christian churches, women are allowed to be pastors and ministers. They're allowed to lead the congregation. But somehow I feel like this is something that doesn't really get talked about a whole lot. And so I want you to keep that in mind too. We're looking at the awakening, not only the, the globe being bathed in this Christ consciousness energy, but also where women are starting to rise up, right? So now we've got the divine feminine and we've got the divine masculine being born through this invisible being made visible time okay so I have one two three four five five cards six cards um, seven cards total because this being the lead card that got pulled for this particular reading for April okay so I already did this at the beginning of the week, um, was it even the end of last week? I did it because I, I like to get the juices moving. I, you know, I send it out in my events and my newsletter and, you know, all of those things. So, um, I'm sharing now with you the energy that has already come forward and you're going to start to see where a lot of the things that I was talking about just in this intro were inside the card spread. Okay. So the first card that I pulled is this new tarot deck that I got. Um, it's through a subscription box called the, the nine of earth, um, heaven and earth tarot. I am obsessed with this tarot deck. I love it so much. The imagery is unbelievable. They, they mix, they have all of these, like the, the magician card, the number one card is Christ, the number two card, which is the high priestess is mother Mary. So there's just, A really interesting mix of um, symbols and information inside of this tarot deck that really resonates with me so the card that I pulled from this particular deck this was the first one I pulled after the Metatron card is the the six of swords okay now here we have the six showing up so we're looking at the threes. The six is the culmination of the, the double 33, the double trinity, the master trinity, okay? So we we see the woman and her child, their backs to us, even the the guy who is paddling the boat, back to us. And we see the the circling birds. I mean, there's a somber mood over this, isn't there? It really does kind of feel like death. There is this theme of death now we cannot have birth or rebirth without death okay and the the grief that is in the collective just around the Easter story of watching their Lord and Savior be hung on the cross and killed and stoned and beat and I mean my goodness the pain and suffering to to get to his purpose to get to his end I mean there it's it still lives inside of our DNA you know I mean it's yes it's been thousands of years but that doesn't matter this is a this is a thought form and the body only takes its cue from where the thoughts are going and so inside of this collective energy of Easter we are in death we are we are we feel it coming right because we know that this is what we're about to celebrate I mean Good Friday is we're knocking on its door so the the energy of death right now is very real and you will see it show up inside of your own lives. It's going to look different for everybody, but death is is here. And so how it's showing up for you is, is something that you need to really meditate on because what is the universe clearing out for you right now? What is God taking away? What are, What's being removed from your life? that is where the space needs to happen. That is where your growth needs to occur. And we get so wrapped up inside of the death process and the loss and what we have to let go of that often it takes a little bit of time for us to actually see, Oh, that's why God was making space in my life because that thing represented the, 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 the place where I need growth it is a physical death of a person in your life potentially that maybe you were putting all of your energy into caretaking or you know maybe there was maybe there was thought forms wrapped up inside of that process that didn't allow you to move forward you know there it might be a move of a job loss of a job it might be moving to a new state or a new home what are you leaving behind you know i mean this is what this card is about it's about turning your back once and for all letting the past lie and setting out for a new city setting out for a new land setting out for a new phase in your life let it die stop dragging the dead body around it's time you know we we set forth with what we have and our higher priorities and i was saying this to one of my girlfriends the other day the the kiss method right the k-i-s-s keep it simple stupid <laughs> you know it's like we 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 put what we need on our back and we set forth because everything that we need is inside of us to create the life that we want. So yes, it is the next chapter, 100%. But now we are being told to get in the boat and go, to stop making excuses, stop saying, well, when the time is right, stop waiting for there to be some sort of perfect timing. There is no such thing as that. In fact, death comes at very inconvenient times, (laughs) most of the time, you know. And so we, and I talked about this in one of my last videos, working with the universe, working with the flow, working with the infinite design. Everything is by divine design. And when we get in the boat and we move with the tide, instead of trying to paddle against it, peace we get a break we're not so exhausted so this was the first card and the card says earned success okay so remember what I was saying these last few months we've been working and we're in it nobody nobody is escaping this (laughs) this is this is the shift and and every we're all part of it so what have you been working towards? Where has the work been taking you? You've gotten to a point in your life where you get to set out and build something and, and, and the Jupiter energy. I mean, all of this, the Venus energy. I mean, all of the, the cosmos energy that's been in place is basically setting us up. To launch us into the things we've been praying for and the things we've been wishing for. But we can only sit back and wish for so long before we have to get our hands dirty. We have to create movement. We've got to go. We have got to go. So we got to get in that boat. We got to turn our back on all the things that we've been pining and, and, and longing after. They're gone. You know, it's like, it's that, that paradox of, Of yesterday is gone, we're waiting for tomorrow, and tomorrow's the day that never comes, right? Because once we get to tomorrow, now it's today. So there's no better time than right now in the today. Now, here's one of the most important cards in this card pool. So it's the second one that came out of the deck, okay? This is the wisdom or the the chakra wisdom oracle. Um, It works inside of the chakras, it also works with color and it works with the illuminated state of every chakra and the shadow state of every chakra. And we think to ourselves, well, I mean the heart in particular, where is the shadow inside of the heart, right? Ha ha, well, here's the card. Trickery, trickery. This is what I was talking about, the trickster, okay? The voice of the adversary, You can go into scripture and see this too, okay? Where the devil shows up in very clever ways, knowing where you're vulnerable and knowing where distraction would be welcome because we're tired and we're over-emotional and we feel lost because the world's changing so fast around us and we're so dependent on that external validation. And when all of that starts to fall apart, we start looking for escape and that's when the adversary shows up the adversary says Woo, well let me just do a little sleight of hand and make you think that this is going to give you more it's going to give you peace it's going to give you a moment when in fact all it's doing is putting you back into your limiting belief it's putting you back into your comfort zone it's putting you back into that safe small little dark place where you know the devil it's the devil you know and we don't like to go into the unknown we don't like change because it's where that old saying is right the devil you know versus the devil you don't and so we go back into the things we know and all we're doing is slowing our own process down we are sabotaging ourselves. this is the voice that i was talking about yes egan's saying He knows you better than you know yourself sometimes. He has studied you since birth and generations before. So think about this from just from a a psychological standpoint. I mean, you you don't have to look at this from scripture, right? You can look at this from pathology. We're talking about generational curses, right? We're talking about ancestral pass-downs. We're talking about belief systems that have been in our family for generations that will continue to bring forth... Um, insecurity, lack, disease, you know, whatever those alcoholism, you know, uh, any sort of, of addiction, vibration, narcissism, personality. I mean, you name it. There's a thousand of them, right? I mean, you could just pick one out of, a, out of a basket and dig into your own ancestral line and see it show up. So we're we're looking at things that you came in with and your soul said, I'm going to conquer this. In this lifetime and so we will call in challenges we will call in teaching moments in order to reinforce those things bring them back up again so we can face them and dig into the root and finally once and for all pull it up out of the ground and do something new When we look at from the psychology perspective, the death and birth of the ego, right? So every time a new aspect of the ego is taken on, it will fight for its life. And this is where the trickster comes. It makes you think it's giving you something that's more than what you already have. The grass is greener, right? The compare and despair conversation. Well, if only I had this, if only I looked that way, if only you know I'll, I'll wait until it looks like this before I make my move um, you know my own personal experience with the trickster was um, and I, I did share this in one of my previous videos but it was inside of my own dark night of the soul journey and it was after I realized that I was gonna have to um, retire the the part of my healing work that I had identified with for so long so very deeply um, that I could no longer do the esoteric work inside of someone's body field, meaning the Reiki, the angelic healings with my hands, like working inside of someone's field. That was something that I couldn't do any longer if I was going to continue to um, develop this new path of wellness and, and expansion and ascension for myself. And the grief around that was, I can't even tell you how tremendous it was, but I went to bed one night and I was doing my normal nightly prayers and healing for myself. And that grief came up out of nowhere. The sadness came up and in such a tremendous way that I, I there was no keeping it inside. I, I mean, just the sobs started coming out of me and the instant that the emotion really started to come to the surface, the voice in my head came in and started to say, it's okay. Of course, you're grieving. There's a piece of yourself that's dying. Of course, you're grieving. It, You know, that's that's an, a normal place to be. But dry your tears. It's going to be okay. You've made the right choice. It's okay, right? Now, for all intents and purposes, that sounds like a very soothing voice, doesn't it? It's coming in with light and love. It's bringing that message of it's okay. You've done the right thing. You know, there's a grief and a death of your identity going on. It all makes sense. But that's the voice of the ego. It's the voice of the intellect trying to distract you from where you are trying to go, which is down into that emotion. Because you cannot go into ascension and pop up to a new level if you haven't gone all the way down in. That's the hermetic principle. <laughs> you know, it is, it is. Jen Snell used to say this all the time in in our old Soul Speak video. She would say, the higher you pop up, the lower you go. And the lower you go, the higher you pop up. And so, you know, I talked about this in one of my last videos when I was talking about the physical journey that I've been going through and like that physical part of Ascension, right? That is really painful and uncomfortable, but it's also necessary. So, you know, this is, this is one of the things it's like, okay, you know, I've got this really high vibrational inside voice that's coming in, but it's still trying to distract me from where I'm really supposed to go, which is down into this, feel the grief, feel the sadness, go in and be surrounded by it. And at that moment that I told that voice to shut up and and move aside and let me go into this place, The Blessed Mother showed up at my bedside and she said, let yourself be here and talk to that feeling. Have a conversation there, not with your intellect, but with that emotional vibration. And suddenly it was like someone screaming in my ear. When I asked the grief, where are you from? What is your origin? Where is the sadness truly coming from? I realized that it was from my childhood and that I had always felt so invisible and unimportant and forgettable. And it had become my mission in my life to find things that made me special, that would make me stand out from the crowd because then I, people could see me and no one would forget me. When that realization hit me, I was like, Oh, My goodness, it was so much bigger than just me putting down the Reiki. I then identified, you know, at that this current stage of my life from the time I started my my spiritual path. Reiki was what made me special. My ability to channel healing energy through my hands. I had a gift and I was able to help people. And having to put that down meant I was not special anymore. So this is the voice that we need to be going into. We need to face that childhood trauma or ancestral pain or whatever that is. We need to go there. We don't need to stay in prolonged suffering. That's not what we
0: need to do. We, we keep going.
1: Yes, suffering might be part of the path, but it's not something that we have to stay inside of. Just like we can't float up here in that, in the happy rainbows all the time, you know, either because that's only one aspect of existence. It's only one aspect of life. So the, the trickster is what I was talking about. It's the manipulator. It's the thing that shows up with your old comfy way of being in, in new, in, in that language of the higher self. And we have to really take a real hard look at that. And decide is this resistance coming from God because he's telling me to sit still or is this something that's fear-based that is distracting me from where I really need to go okay so that's what the trickster is but we do see this don't we in the macrocosm we see it through those that we have given authority to we see it in our Workplaces. We see it inside of our families. We see it inside of our, our marriages. We see it inside of the government. You know, we, we see it inside of world order. So this is where I'm telling you, beware the trickster because it is part of this process. You cannot have one without the other. Okay, so yes, we are talking about a message of hope, we are talking about a message of rebirth, we are talking about a message of moving into a deeper level of your God self this month and creating from that place. But we must also understand that this is, there's two sides of this story, okay? So the next card that I had pulled was my this I love this deck for for those of you who who want some sort of who love your Oracle decks I do I love my Oracle decks I love my tarot cards they are my toys they are my playthings I love them Um but I needed I wanted I didn't say need I, I wanted something that would embody this new relationship with Jesus that had developed for me over the last couple of months um, and this is a deck from Doreen Virtue that I love so much because there is no book there's no guidebook the Bible is your book so you get a verse on the card and then you go read the context of that so the card that I pulled for this is from John chapter 14 verse 18 now what blew my mind about this was that it actually is from this exact time period okay so this is during the time after Christ had been resurrected and was out talking to his, to his disciples, to his closest confidants, to his circles, to his, his loved ones. So this is from this exact time period. And I believe that that's Mary Magdalene in this picture. It might not be, but I'm going to say that it is because it's just so perfect. Um, the divine, that the feminine power, that divine feminine, who basically was like second in command to him outside of the men that traveled with him. And he's coming to her and he's saying, I will not leave you comfortless. I will come to you. So it's, this is something that, you know, it's, that's part of the death experience that we have such a hard time with, right? The, the physical loss, the, the, the loss of something that is material for us that we can hold on to and experience inside of our senses. And so when we lose something physical in that way, it's like everything is over. It's just done, you know, and what we have to remember inside of this resurrection period is the, the spirit of eternal life. Right. So that even though things move away out of our material realm, our ability to connect through the heart field and through the veil is still, still there and that when we bring it to life through our own words our own behaviors our own acts and we're sharing this light with other people as well this is how it stays alive it's like we talk about someone's legacy you know we have someone that passed away and we want to do a fundraiser in their honor or something that keeps them alive that is service related right i mean this is what a lot of our ritual is about and so You know, it's just a reminder that even if we are getting in that boat on the rainiest and stormiest of days and we're leaving something behind and there's death all around us, we're never alone, never, ever alone. And that you will find comfort and peace inside of the heart and connecting with your higher self and connecting with source and living from there. The next card that I pulled was in the health category for this particular channeling and I used, um, the daily crystal inspiration book and the, the card that I got was red Jasper and the card is take action. So you can start to see the theme here, right? Um, it's about, it's time to go. It is go time. Um, red Jasper. This is a stone of the root chakra This takes us back again to that four energy, okay? It's the foundations. It's the thing that we need to build upon. We're not going anywhere. We're not building a house without a foundation, right? So you can't even do that until you've got your foundation in place, okay? So what I found interesting about this red jasper is that it does represent root chakra, right? And it it does represent that that safety and security that we need in our lives to feel grounded to to feel like we've got something under our feet to give us the courage and the confidence to jump and to go forward but this one is about realizing that the foundation is already there stop waiting for something to magically appear under your feet you you are there you have arrived It is time now to do, to create action. Check that box. If your to-do list keeps growing or you're losing motivation, shift gears and put the pedal to the metal. You are in the driver's seat. Motivate yourself to take action and cross even the most tedious tasks off your to-do list. Getting started is half the battle, but it's equally important to be dedicated and finish what you start so you have a sense of accomplishment at the end of the day set realistic goals for yourself to stay on track and avoid delays one by one each task will get done now we're looking at red okay um, again we cannot separate this from the Easter story the blood of Christ it's the the blood of the resurrection is what we it cleanses us it 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 brings us new life Um. He, you know, he shared this at the Last Supper before his death. It is something that continues on as a symbol of cleansing and of new life. And so we look at the, the red of the root and we must also remember that. So this is a message of new beginnings. It's a message of, of cleansing and purifying and that it's, it's never too late to be a better version of yourself and to get going. Um, again, it's a symbol of death and rebirth. I mean, we think about the, the, the blood of the birth canal, the afterbirth, the, that process of, of actually bringing new life into the world, how painful and how joyful that is all at the same time and when we think about the hard work right we it's like that's the one thing sometimes we shy away from is the potential pain and suffering of the work that needs to get done and then we we wallow in that you know we go into that distracting voice that says well you know why do I have to do this I don't want to do this you know we all have that voice inside I know you you've had those temper tantrums everybody has but again we go back to the story of that walk that Jesus had to take, where he carried the cross to his own death while he's being beaten and and stripped down to nothing. You know, I mean, and he did this all because this was his calling. This was his purpose. And he knew going into this basically what he was facing. And so those moments where we think of like, it's not fair that I have to make the sacrifice. But look what you're making space for. No, it's, it's the pain and suffering is never a fun thing to go through. But the the cleansing process of that death is what truly makes fertile ground for new things to take form, for the new chapter to start, for you to get that blank canvas and start, start again. And so there's always more than one way to look at things. And this is what the age of Aquarius is about, reframing our truth reframing our perspective on, on what our belief systems are and where they've been built from. Okay, so we've got two more. The next one that I pulled from is from the, the spirit animal. I did, I did want some more of this nature spirit kind of energy in this reading because of the spring. I just felt like it was really important. We're, we're reconnecting with uh, mother nature and, and our earth And that's we cannot separate that either okay so it's like thinking about the blood of Christ going into mother earth giving her rebirth cleansing her giving her the opportunity to purge generations of sin and and crisis and trauma you know and and we're getting we're kind of starting to see history repeat itself right it's like so many people are equating this new world these patterns to the the age of Nazi Germany and I'm not going to go into a political rant because it's just not how I roll. Um, but, I, you know, it's just we need to, We sometimes we need to revisit things in order to create the closed cycle, right? The magenta, closing the circle. We need to go through sometimes these old vibrations again so suddenly we can see what is really going on and we can fix it once and for all but we need to be awake and we need to be aware and we need to be vigilant of these things that are happening around us and not just take everything for face value okay this is where the heart voice becomes really important okay so elephant spirit is what came up for um, the the animal card and I, I mean, the the elephant was actually one of my first guides when I started this journey. Um, when I started to learn about the the Vedic cultures and um, the the Hindu deities and um, the the symbol of Ganesh. Um, so when I pulled this card, it's, it was interesting because I'd been having these conversations um, over the last week and week and a half or so, going kind of back to my roots where everything began for me, and to have the elephant show up was kind of a sign for my own solidarity. Um, in my path, it was like a, a validation um, that you've come full circle, right? So the the number on this particular card is actually a seven and it's 25, um, but seven. And it's about introspection. It's about the internal spiritual journey, um, releasing our attachments from those outside validations of of the messages that are coming in and instead sitting with our own truth and how we feel about that okay so the the elephant spirit his message is learned from the past okay so I literally was just saying that (laughs) sometimes we need things to come back around we can touch it one more time so we can finally put it to bed get in that boat and go to the new land right so this isn't about staying there it's not about going back into the the past and And digging all of that stuff up to to live inside of it again. It's about going back there to review the things that we've done, the lessons that we've learned, and then putting the stake in the ground today to say, I'm going to do better. I'm going to be a better version of myself, not just for me, but for the future of our planet, for the collective. You know, that this is bigger than just us. Um, That, you know, the 5D is unity consciousness that we must understand that our actions affect the whole and this is where our power lies it's not a burden of responsibility it's a gift that we get to be a part of the awakening of the planet and that just just us taking care of ourselves and digging into our own story actually sends out healing vibrations to to the rest of the world so the elephant spirit learned from the past Although we often wish we could leave the past behind, Elephant Spirit reminds us that memory does matter. We must respect the wisdom of the elders who hand down to us traditions they have shaped to express our connection to each other and respect for the community. What has come before informs us what we are experiencing today, and we must never forget our legacy of strength and dignity. Elephant Spirit appears with the message that we are to acknowledge that which came before and learn from it. All of us are memory based creatures, and we must revisit the past to understand where we are and where we are going. The stories of events you have experienced, the stories in our collective memory and the stories of relationships you have had can be told in many ways. What story will you tell? Elephant spirit is here to encourage you to make that make it one that stirs in you a sense of power and dignity for you have honored yourself by choosing to learn from your past. Spirit rejoices at your willingness to learn and grow. So, we're we're looking at a time period where we are being offered the idea that it's an okay thing to erase our past if it disagrees with us, if it doesn't match with where we're going anymore. You know, these these messages that intently, when created, were from a heart space, like the BLM movement, but somehow it's turned into something else that now has propaganda behind it. That you know it's 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 in the, the the hands of the whole like who started this movement, and where where were the intentions inside of that? That's what we hold on to. Not that erasing the past it, it's not going to change anything. In fact, we need the past there as a model for what not to do going forward. We can't just pretend like it never happened or erase it from our history books. That's not the answer. You know we start we start trying to erase our history. Then we 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 rob our children of an opportunity to learn when humanity was not doing things the right way. And here are the choices that we're going to make better now to make our world a better place. You know, it's a it's a very slippery slope. You know, it's I mean, the Bible is our history. And no matter how you feel about the content that's in there. Whether they are allegories, whether they are truth, whether it, you know, none of that matters, but there's lessons in there and there is, there are, there's history in there. And how long before we decide that there's something inside the Bible that we don't like? So I, I'm, I don't like to go to extremes, but I do think it's important that we, we think about these things, that we at least introduce the idea so we can really be discerning okay and understand what our past is trying to teach us and how to take that forward without dragging the dead bodies behind us right the last card in this reading is from the mystical shaman oracle um, Colette Baron Reed uh, collaborated with a couple of artists um, I, that I just adore this deck it is the artwork is so beautiful Um, And the card that I pulled was the double 30, the double three, the 33, and it's magic. Okay, so here's what I think about the magic card. The magic card, and again, this is another conversation that Ian and I were having about wonder and awe. And the Holy Spirit is around us all the time. God is acting in our lives every single day. Spirit is showing up for us. And are we paying attention? Are we open to receiving the signs and synchronicities that are around us all the time? We start to lock into this understanding that all things are connected and that what we put out is coming back. And at any given moment, we're being given a dozen different signs and validations, you know, without some false authority figure having to tell us you're doing it right. You're going in the right way. And spirit is showing up for us to support us it, it goes back to this card as well it's the same message I'm always there I'm always there I am your comfort don't distract yourself don't go into the 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 devil you know you know like stay here and and learn to be comfortable in the area of growth learn to be comfortable in the discomfort because this is the way this is the way into a higher version of yourself. This is a way to breaking into joy. This is a way to breaking into peace, keeping that magic alive, the wonder and awe of the divine orchestration of our universe, of our life. You know, it's it's when we think about the the invisible worlds, there's so much that we can't see or hear or you know it's our our emotions are one of our most important gifts because it is one of our strongest navigational tools um, but the the idea that there is magic all around us all the time and that's where we keep our heart going it's where we bring ourselves light um, where we can perpetually kind of be the childlike version of ourselves where anything is possible where the invisible can be made visible, all we have to do is dream it, right? There's songs out there that talk about us. When we're little, we're told, oh, you can be whoever you want. Dream it. You can do it. You know, and then somewhere along the way we were, we decide, oh, well, no, that's not really true. Um, and I think that we need to go back there because if there was anything that Jesus did, it sh- he showed us that that the impossible is possible, That the invisible can become visible when we believe that it when we believe it to be true, and when we believe in ourselves and we believe in our own personal power and the inherent goodness and hope. And you know, this is something that I keep telling myself over and over again. I've I've had these mantras of that. I'm always reminding myself when it comes to the, the energy of the adversary that there is one infinite power and that God is very mysterious ways of working and that even if we seem out of balance and that the darkness seems to be taking hold, God will always use that in an infinite way for the, for the higher good, for the better good and that we need to remember that. We really need to remember that, that there is hope in some of the most hopeless and unfair situations, some of the most ugly scenes that humanity has ever experienced, that there are gifts in there. And that sometimes we must go through that experience again in order to pop out on the other side and to evolve. And so here we're we're seeing the energy of the three, we're seeing the energy of the four. Um, just a, a really important message for this month that we are our own authority that God is the only authority that we need to report to or be listening to and that when we can move ourselves into that heart space and understand that the value of the emotional energy whether it hurts or feels good the there that's where we need to go we need to go into the intensity of Of that because there is a message there it is where the navigation is and then always remembering that we can reframe and we can turn things on their heads that you know if we're in this place of deep death and grief that means that there's a new beginning on its way and that we must honor that time that we're in of that grief and death to learn about ourselves learn about you know, it's, it's always that question of why have I called this challenge in? You know, what is my soul trying to learn through this? And this is where the hope comes from. So I I hope that, I know this was a very long message. Thanks for hanging in um, with me through this reading. There was a lot um, that was coming through for this particular month. So I, I appreciate you all hanging with me um, through this. And I hope that you take away some of the hope that comes from this energy and this message, uh, and that there's big things coming. There's a wave of awakening that's coming, and that you know, spirit is going to provide the support that we need, and that we might, We also need to look around us and and see what souls have been called in to support us at this time in this journey, and and to have a discerning ear you know uh, about these people that are coming in are they reflecting the the adversary are they reflecting the trickster it's about going in and and how does that feel inside of me because that's your spidey sense that's your antenna um and and really going into that place and deciding where the work needs to get done and that you are always surrounded in light and you are always surrounded in love And from me too and um, love you guys and go out and be the light that doesn't mean that you are you have to be the Savior Jesus already did that job so now it's your job to hold the path hold the word hold the light and that was the gift that he gave us inside of this Easter season um, that the battle was won and now it's our turn to hold that light and embody that light and to to heal the ancestry, heal those memories, heal the past by being better going forward. So, until the next time, thanks, guys. I hope you have a beautiful uh, resurrection season. Love you, Egan. And, uh, tune, stay tuned in. There's lots happening this month. I mean, talk about rebirth. I've got so much happening. Um, you can go, head over to jennyisrael.com and subscribe to the newsletter to get all of the news there. Probably be posting most of it here too. Um, but lots of exciting things happening, um, this month. So I'm sure that it will be the same for all of you. So blessings for the season of awakening. Um, And this season of rebirth, Uh, lots of blessings for the remainder of this holy week in your own walk. And uh, until next time.
0: Thank you for tuning in and listening to Soul Speak. I'm Jenny Israel, medical intuitive, energy healer, spiritual activator, counselor, and teacher. You can learn more by following me on Facebook or Instagram at Jenny Israel CPC. That's Jenny Israel, and then the letter C-P-C. If you would like to receive more messages from Spirit directly to your mailbox, visit JennyIsrael.com, scroll down to the bottom, and subscribe to my newsletter. You can also contact me through my website or social media to set up a one-on-one session or to check out my upcoming spiritual development classes. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please help support my show by giving it a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Spirit and I will speak to you again soon. Blessings and light to all.